0: what's going on everybody welcome to the backpacking podcast we are back jeremiah it is season five of the backpacking podcast are you glad to be here man
1: season five baby we've been doing this a while this is fun yeah it's
0: kind of almost like we were meant to do this
1: that's right. We're back on Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're listening and not watching, come tune in, join us, comment away, talk to us. We would love to hang out.
0: Yeah, seeing a lot of comments on here. People are liking the new music, man.
1: I saw. That's what's up, man. You did a good job on that. Uh,
0: you know, you know. it took me a while to record that. You know, it was uh, it, to hire the professional musicians and get the studio and... You know, all the things. It was a lot of work, but I pulled it off, man. I pulled it off. You're great. You only had to learn two new instruments. Yeah, I played all of them except for uh, the organ. That was the (laughs) only one I didn't play. So, so, man, with it being a new season, there are new things to expect this year, but there are some things that will still be here. And one of those things is the fake news ticker, which is up and running. And we are off to the races for season five. Ready to go, and uh Jeremiah, I think it's a good idea right now to talk a little bit about our sponsor. Oh, Let's kick off Season 5 with today's episode sponsor. That is Outdoor Vitals, Live Ultralight. Jeremiah, can I show you something really quick? Absolutely, I'd love to see. So, I got something. I got a little something, and, and I haven't shown anybody really yet. Okay. I haven't done it, but I have it right here, and it is this guy right here. Can you see this? Oh, uh, for 40th. It's the outdoor vitals, 40th, one person tent. It's a trekking pole tent. And uh, I started doing tents probably in the spring. Uh, still like hammocks better, but I'm still trying to find the right tent because they're just sometimes when like, if you're above the tree line, it's just not possible to do a hammock. Sure. So uh, needing to make sure we have a tent for certain issues. And I picked this one up. It's a one person tent and it is, it is about a pound and a half. Uh, not only is it about a pound and a half, but this thing is made like a fortress. It's called the 40th, but you notice that sounds a lot like fortress Mm -hmm. because this thing is made to handle high winds and crazy weather. And it's amazing what this thing can handle. Um, as a matter of fact, Taysom from outdoor vitals said he prefers this over their own freestanding tent in bad weather conditions. Can you believe that?
1: That is very surprising, being that it's non-freestanding, so you got to use the trekking pole. But you know what that means? Typically, it's going to be lighter because you don't have to carry the poles. You already have them with you.
0: That's right. And uh, I cannot wait to get this thing out. Just got it, like, last week. So I am super stoked about getting that on the trail. Well, I'll tell you a couple pieces of gear that I have from Outdoor Vitals. I have been wearing
1: this thing out, dude. Their Altitude hoodie. Oh, yeah, I got one, too. Yeah, it's super... Super breathable. Perfect. Right now, it's super hot in Kentucky. I don't know about what it's like where you live, but uh, this thing is absolutely fantastic. It has a hood, so it keeps the sun off of you, and um, I also—oh, I do want to mention, by the way, it is ultralight for a reason. It only weighs four ounces, so it's probably the lightest shirt that I own. And
0: and I'm going to be honest, man. I've been wearing that thing all the time for the last few weeks since I got it, because yes. it's stinking hot in Kentucky right now and it's almost like you wear it. it's like it's almost like you're not wearing a shirt at all. I mean it's so breathable.
1: Yes, absolutely fantastic and I will mention one more I ordered and have been using the uh, Koda UL backpack and it is a travel and adventure backpack. So this thing is framed. Uh, it's got a hip belt but it is removable so like when I ride the motorcycle to work, I could take that hip belt off. Or if I'm traveling and want to take all my stuff and I'm carrying a little extra weight, hip belt works out perfect. It's gigantic space in there, man. It's got all kinds of pockets. I'm always losing stuff, so pockets are fantastic for storing all that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great company. We've been fans of theirs for a couple years now, and uh, can't thank them enough for sponsoring this video. So thank you, Outdoor Vitals, for sponsoring this video. Now let's get into what we're all here for. And those are the comments people are leaving already. Jeremiah, have you read some of these as they're coming up? I see the pizza ninja. Okay, look at this right here. I thought the fake news was going to be Jason branded wag bags. Oh, that's a good one. Be, be here next week. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Peters, if Jeremiah's glasses were any more around, he'd be Harry Potter stringer. Oh, look. Getting some comments on the glasses, John. What yeah, some- I thought that I think they look really good, man. I like them. I like right. them. a little different look, a little different look for you. And yeah. then the piece of Ninja, of course, I'm crossing my fingers. That was season five. I finally win a poop hammock. You know, we may have to give one of those away this year, man. That's a good idea, dude. I, I think we're going to have to do that. I think we're going to have to do that. There's a lot of comments in here, too, about outdoor vitals. A lot of fans of outdoor vitals in here. So that's awesome. But that's not why we're here. I mean, outdoor vitals is our sponsor, but they're not the reason we're here right now. They just help pay the bills and keep the lights on. That's right. Today, the reason we are here is for a man who really needs no introduction. uh, Because if you are into backpacking, you're probably watching this guy's videos. And uh, I don't know where he gets all the time to hike all the places he hikes, but the dude goes everywhere. And we're going to talk here in a second about a trip that he just took recently. But let's bring on the man, the myth, the legend, Brad Crow. Felton, what's up, dude? What's up? How's it going? It's hey. good, man.
1: And I John is so right about the you taking all these trips, dude. I remember it felt like it felt like it was just yesterday we were in the sipsy wilderness of Alabama. And then uh turned right around and we were in the smokies. And I was epic, like I
2: was just every trip.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was just hiking with this guy last week, and here we are in another epic
0: adventure. You know what it is. You know what it is. Crow is positioning himself so he can retire from his uh his life in law and focus <laughs> as a YouTuber. So he's just he's just he's morphing slowly out of, of the career into the career he really wants. And Either that, that or professional a professional hiker. Maybe a Walmart greeter, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so so man, you both of us have had the chance to hike with you multiple times. Um, both of us have had a chance to be down in your home state of Alabama with you. And we both gotten a chance to hike with you here in Kentucky. And I have to say, man, you're a strong hiker.
2: Uh, it, it comes and goes. It's like, this one week to the next, maybe strong, maybe weak. You just never know.
0: You got to get better at taking compliments, dude. (laughs) Uh, I'm just just saying you got to get better at taking compliments, but no, (laughs) but I, I think I really enjoyed the trip we did in Alabama. That was so much fun. That was so fun. You know the funny thing about we talked about this a couple weeks ago and actually in one of our episodes. I hadn't fallen on a trail in over a year and a half, and I fell three times on the one day. Oh yeah. On that trip. Remember that? I, the one I got on film or I got on camera. Yeah, you were just like looking up at the sky. Yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah. It was it was unbelievable.
2: They had but, just uh, put that rock there that day. So I mean,
0: how, how would you have known? I'll tell you what, I went hiking with uh Southern Hike. I went I went hiking. And we're walking on this trail. It's beautiful. There was one rock on the entire trail. <laughs> guess who stepped on it? <laughs> so, I'll
1: tell you, this is unfortunate for you, man. But uh one of the funniest parts of my video for the Smokies trip, can you guess what it was?
2: Uh, it when, I busted, when I busted in the chair? Yeah, <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah this man well you can tell everybody what happened
2: so i reached up to get something near the fire and when i did i had my jacket on my Helinox zero and i reached up and of course it leans back and falls and i sit back down on it and just crunch it like a like a cheap lawn chair it just crunched up Uh, but did they do you right they did you told me to start the warranty i told them what happened i didn't I didn't like fudge it or anything. I told them exactly what happened and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll fix it. They wanted me to fix it. They wanted, they said, Hey, we'll give you the pieces and you fix it. And, uh, I was like, yeah, no, I, I'm not good at that stuff. So I'll let them do it.
1: (laughs) I was just about to say, they told me the same thing. And I said, yes, absolutely. Send me the stuff. But mine was just replacing the shock cord and I did not realize how easy or simple those chairs were. It's literally like a yeah. few pieces of aluminum with some shot cord. But they said, "Look, if you'll pay the shipping to send it to us, we will take care of it. you. Don't have to worry about it." And I was like, "Nah, I'm too cheap. I'll just you just send me the shot cord."
0: If yeah. we're talking about chairs for a second, uh huh. Have you guys seen the chair from Big Agnes that's out? No, no. What it, is- it it weighs a pound and a half, so it's a half a pound heavier than the the chair zero, but it's a half a pound lighter than the chair one. And it sits 15 inches off the ground.
1: Okay, that's good. Uh, I was telling Jason yeah.
0: this because you told me about it before.
1: And we were shopping at this REI while we are doing this little mini vacay and could not find it. And I was like trying to Google it, and I was like, I cannot remember what this is. John was telling
0: me about this magic chair. It's got to be magic. It's got to be like witchcraft. I'm going to look it up real quick while we're sitting here talking because, like, I'm not kidding you, dude. I found it. I couldn't believe it. Well... So, Big Agnes, the mother of comfort. That's what their website says. Does it
2: have like a reclining thing on the bottom so that she can lean back or something? Nemo has one of those.
1: Oh, okay. I've um, tried Nemo's uh like the I guess it's kind of suspends you. It's got like a hinge yeah. on each side, and you sit in it. I didn't like it. I don't think I'd like that.
0: I haven't I haven't sat in it. I just I just know about it. That's all. Oh okay. so John's looking it up. Oh, I think I might have found it. Let me see are here. You're gonna be able to share that with us. I, I will. I, I'm gonna share this in a second. I, I'm going to because, okay, here it is. This is it. Okay, let me let me bring this up. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna take off what we we're gonna show or later, and we'll just have to bring it back up later. All so, right. um, let me. S- you guys are in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> John is such a professional. He uh, so people that don't uh,
1: people that don't watch the video. Like I'm looking at you guys on my screen,
0: but John's camera oh. right front. So, so okay. okay. This is the chair. It's 150 bucks. It's the skyline UL chair. Okay. So you can see it right here. Uh-huh. Look how high that sits. That's nice. Okay, and I'm gonna scroll down. Let me see if I can get it to zoom in over here. Look at this. Seat height fifteen inches. Weight one pound eleven ounces. Can you do the
1: the picture? in picture layout so we can see a little bit more zoomed in on
0: there. You mean like that right there. I think there we go. That's pretty cool. Look sits at this up high. It sits up real look at that. I, I just know I want to oh look at Dave off grid. Look at this. This guy right here. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Two dollars off. Yeah buying Crow another strawberry graham cracker <laughs> bar. Whatever that <laughs> means. I'm sure you guys get it. Oh look at this. Backcountry exposure, Devin says, and it doesn't sink like the zero because the bend in the back legs. Ooh, yeah, look at that bend. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. That could be oh. boys, boys.
1: Uh oh. Looks like Looks I'm odd. ordering something soon. This
0: this could be happening. This could be happening because I'm telling you what, I I like the chair zero. I like the chair 0.5 much better. Um, you know, because I created it. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, I'm also I also just don't like sitting that low. I've never liked that. Yeah.
2: As so, you get older, uh, if you get older, you get up and your knees, like you getting up, you have to roll out of the seat and then roll over and get up. I don't like that.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so Crow, we gotta talk now. Okay. Let's get off this chair for a second. Let's get off the chair. <laughs> we don't need to be on the chair right now. I want to talk get about up. Utah. Utah? I want to talk about Utah because <laughs> you um you you did a trip recently to a place I've been wanting to go for a while. And I, was, I had plans to go a couple years ago. It didn't work out and just haven't been able to get out there yet. You went to the Uinta Mountains
2: in Dude, Utah. Number one all time for me. I just absolutely love that place. I've never been to a place, you know, in the southeast, you're in the green tunnel. All you do is see trees. And then I go out there, and and as far as I can see, even with my bad old eyes, I could see just miles and miles of these basins, you know. And then you climb up to this pass, and you got to somehow negotiate over that pass. And it was the most beautiful stuff I'd ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. Of course, you know, just being in the southeast, mostly hiking in the southeast,
0: I I don't get to see views like that. So it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful, like, you know. I don't know what's more beautiful, your face in the picture or the actual like scenery in the background.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, John is. Uh, he's got a bunch of pictures that I believe looks like they they're all taken by Crow uh, on this trip on the Uintas. And uh, if you want to see it, just check it out on the YouTube, uh, the video version. But John's going through them right now and showing some amazing photography. There's packs a lot.
2: Yep, and J Ben hikes and then Cash Max is in the back. He's from Utah as well. So he met us out there uh to do we did Mount Timpanogos and then we did King's Peak while we were on the Highline Trail. So, you know, that was that was a that was a beast cuz you're climbing over boulders like the size of cars to get up there and there's no real trail, you just kind of negotiate your way. What's that And
0: out? now now who is that in the front with you? So, it's Pax.
2: Packs a okay. lot.
0: What happened to his arm, dude? Okay, he he busted it on Mount Temp.
2: Uh, I was coming down. There's a lot of shell rock, just and he busted it. He just like yeah, he did ripped it open. But it, it, it gave him some street cred, though. You know the videos. He's got that
0: you know hurt arm, so it made him look like he was tough. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at that. And I couldn't tell if he like fell or he had a shark bite. Like that's that's, that's intense, man. So what it... we did is we did. We did Mount Tipanogos,
2: which is eleven seven, I think. We okay. did that as our first day when we got there just to acclimate to the altitude because, you know, I'm at the highest mountain in Alabama is 2,400 feet, Mount Chiaha, and then we jump out there to 11,000 feet. So I got my doctor to uh, prescribe that Diamox, that altitude sickness medicine. Yeah,
0: I, I used that on Kilimanjaro.
2: And it worked. I mean, like. I was, uh, I felt good the whole time.
0: So yeah. did it, when you took it, did you get the tingly fingers?
2: I did. I, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was what that was, but you know, yeah, I got tingle fingers. And I was like, oh gosh, what's going on? Am I, am I dying? But you know, it
0: was that. There were 16 of us that did Kilimanjaro and of the 16 of us, I think 12 of us used Diamox and we all had the same reaction. It was like the real, t- like it's only for about an hour after you took them. But man, that that tingle in your fingers was just weird, you know. Yeah. But uh, it definitely helped. It definitely helped. So okay, so we got we got your Z Packs commercial here going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then this was the view. I was like, dang, bro, look at that.
2: Yeah. So I think that's uh Porcupine Pass. It goes in that. You can't see wow. it from that height, but when we got down there there's, I said, I kept seeing this like cotton looking stuff down at the bottom and I got closer. There were sheep. There was like 700 sheep down there. And there were these two dogs, these sheep dogs. They were like massive dogs. One of them was nice. And the other one did not want us anywhere around his sheep. And uh, he kind of came at me a little bit. And I, I think Paxalot's got kind of like a dog whisperer. He was able to back him down, but I was a little nervous.
0: Wow, man, that's just a beautiful shot. I mean, wow. So the the Highland trail, sheep in this one.
2: Yeah, the Highland Trail is like those car those Cairns, that's how you negotiate it. I mean, he had his uh, Garmin Explorer, Paxlot did, so he could see when we were off the trail, but there's multiple trails, and so you gotta stay close to those cairns. And you know, I don't have those in the southeast, so I was like, What is this? And but you could see off in the distance, you just followed the cairns through the basin to get to the next pass. Yeah.
0: And, there's not uh, a lot of trees are, down there to mark, is there?
2: No trees, man. It's, it, you know, it's a high desert. So yeah. everything looks like that, like a desert with some green on the bottom. Uh, so you just follow the cairns And uh, we, we actually, at one point we got, uh, uh, Jay Ben Hikes had left his uh, tripod and it, it fell out of his pocket. So he went back to get it. And we were like a mile down that basin and turned around couldn't see him and i was like oh no now what are we going to do we're 15 miles from any road and so pax just shot his gut up in the air and uh it echoed through that valley and then we were able to find him so it was pretty cool
0: that's awesome wow.
1: how far apart are, are those
2: cairns it depends i mean I, I think some people just threw up some cairns to throw us off course because i saw cairns everywhere i was like wait what's this one what's this one <laughs> uh you know <laughs> But they were everywhere on the trail. You just, you know, you see in the distance. I mean, there's a trail, but as you get closer to the tree line, things just start getting a little choose-your-own-adventure books from the 80s. You know, like, go to page oh, yeah. five, kill the dragon, or go, you know, whatever. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. But it's it's amazing. I, I had never seen mountains like that, you know. Just just you're, you're hiking, 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 all of a sudden, oh, there's a mountain away. I guess we got to find a way around it are over it. And so you just look at the V and there's a V and that's your pass. And then you just switch back to the top, go over and you see another basin. I was in wow. sensory overload, man. It was just so beautiful.
0: I mean, that's amazing. That's just absolutely amazing, man. That right
2: there is red, Knob pass. It's to me, the most beautiful pass on the Highland trail, just 360 views. I sat up there for like 30 minutes and didn't say a word. I felt like I was in heaven. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. and, Then you go straight down out of that into that basin and go to the next pass. But those white cap like mountains around is just the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I love
1: the terrain like that is whenever you like you sit on top. Right. And a lot of times when you're on top. You can look around, you get that 360 view and you can be like, wow, yesterday we were all the way over there. And then you get down like the basin, like you were saying, and you get to look back up and be like, man, three miles ago, I was sitting right up there.
2: Yeah, that, that blew my mind. So that picture right there, that is dead horse pass and a little crazy thing about that. So that night we were fishing for, uh, tiger trout in that one. I think it's, yeah, tiger trout. I didn't catch anything. I'm not much of a fisherman, but I'm I'm sitting there and I I hear this earthquake like sound and off in the distance, not on the trail, but this boulder like the size of a microwave just starts crashing down and then hits the water. Wow. And I I turned to Pax a lot and I was like, So, dude, where's the trail? And he goes, Oh, it's about 50 yards to the left. We're fine. I was like, No, no, no. There's rocks all up there. Any of those could come down on us. It's crazy.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Now, what is this right here, man?
2: Okay. So, we, I've never been in a survival situation before, but that was it. And uh I quickly learned what skills I had, which was almost nothing. So <laughs> it was 76 degrees. We were hiking along. It's beautiful. You know, I'm singing Def Leppard or something, some 80s song. I'm just you were hiking. singing? I can't oh, believe yeah.
0: that. I can't believe that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and then all of a sudden I see this wall cloud and pack's like, oh man, we got about 20 minutes. I was like, 20 minutes to what? He's like, oh, it's about to get real. And then the next thing, it starts hailing. It's little bitty BBs, and it gets a little bigger. And then it starts bouncing off my fingers. I'm like, ow, that hurts. And so I put on all my stuff, my rain gear. And then I'm just standing under one of these little pine trees. Not like the pine trees in Alabama. These have the limbs that go all the way to the bottom, which was good. Because Pax, you know, he has, like, real survival skills. I got zero skills. And so (laughs) he, he looked at me, and he's like, okay, dude. I'm shivering, I'm looking like a little child, I'm just shivering, and it dropped from 75 degrees down to 40 degrees in a matter of about 10 minutes. Wow. And it was crazy, you know, because the whole trail is above 10,000 feet. Yeah. So, as you're hiking, it has its own weather patterns, and I saw how quickly it came in. So, Pax had his a little tarp there, he got it to... to stretch out and then he got a fire going in you can see all that white around the fire that's hail it was Dude, all that
1: what oh my god i thought i was like what, what is all all that? that is hail. and
2: he got the wow. fire going with the, like some uh that bigfoot bushcraft fire starter the little waxy one yeah he got it going and you know we were in shorts so my legs look like you know just freezing up and i just put my butt against the fire i didn't even care if it like burned my pants i was just like wanting to get warm dude
1: that same thing happened like this picture that we're looking at go back real quick john please that that picture that you're looking at i didn't even take a picture because we were survival situation like freaking out but same thing happened to us in colorado and dude the temperature dropped we got the hail. We got the rain rolling in, and we had to like scoot up against a rock, throw a tarp up, and light a fire, and you know just wait it out. We had people with altitude sickness. It is you get up there in those elevations. I was telling Paxlot, I was hiking with him, like I don't know. It was the middle of the week, and it was like a couple weeks till you guys were about to leave, and he was telling me about you guys are you flying in? And I was like, you're going to kill this guy, dude. Like you were (laughs) going from 2000 feet that he's living at. to like your idea of acclimation is flying in and then driving to 11,000 feet. And then that's that. I was like, this is insane. You can get into some real survival situations, man. It's scary. Well, Well,
0: I was, I was, I'm going to add something to that too, because when I, when I did Kilimanjaro, we got to about when once we hit about 14, 15,000 feet, We were just in clouds a lot of the time. So if you've ever been like in heavy fog, Mm -hmm. like multiply that a couple times. And that's what we were walking in. So they had us in full rain suits for a lot of the hike once we got up to a certain altitude because it just happened to be one of those weeks where it was super cloudy. And the whole time we're, we're walking up there and we are drenched, but there's not a drop of rain hitting us. Oh, wow. Just walking through it. Just walking through it because it's just wet. And, uh, I mean, I remember one day it was, it was probably 40 degrees out and we're just walking through a cloud. I mean, it was just, and we were soaked. We got How back cool to camp that? and everything was wet. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: Marcus, what's interesting is this picture. So this was about five minutes before this group of like five women and their son pulls up. And, and so they were, they were shivering too. They were hypothermic, pre-hypothermic. And so it was, I was literally like 40 degrees in just a matter of minutes. And so we're all huddled around this thing and we're all looking at, at each other like, D- is this really happening? Are we, all, like there's eight of us under that little tarp and people's legs are, and their pants are steaming, you know, from the cold and the rain. And, and we all just looking at each other, like, I can't believe how quickly you can be in one of these situations going from, you know, just a normal
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at this right here. I mean, it's, and then we go to the complete opposite. We see where there probably was a forest fire at some point, and you got flowers and stuff growing.
2: Yeah. About, about two or three years ago, Pac said that a a light, it wasn't a man made fire. Lightning hit somewhere in the rock basin area, which is, I think, was day six for us. And man, it destroyed the trail. Not only did it destroy the trail, but a lot of people, it also just destroyed the, the, everything in it so you can't even see the trail we found ourselves just zig- zigzagging on the garmin you can see we just zigzag back and forth trying to find the trail uh because everything trees are all down but you can see that little glimmer of life you know underneath coming up that's why i took a picture of those flowers coming that's yeah, a
0: beautiful, beautiful picture man It's a beautiful picture of the high you went wilderness what an awesome hike man that had to have been a blast it was. I mean, so we were
2: there seven days. We didn't. Um, uh, we didn't do the first like eighteen miles because that's down in the forest. We started at really at the first pass where you're, you know, above ten thousand feet. But Pax is a fisherman. Now, I'm not a fisherman, but let me tell you, I, I am now a a groupie for uh, Brook Trout. Is it Brook? Yeah, Brook Trout. I kept calling it something else trout but the brook trout with the just oh my gosh we put lemon pepper in it cooked it on the fire right as we caught it I was like in heaven like three nights I didn't even take a couple of meals because I was he was guaranteeing me we would catch them and I would eat and I did eat those nights so (laughs) who cleaned the (laughs) nights
1: was it you Uh, did you clean them
2: well, so he had to show me the first time, and then I was like, oh, this is disgusting. But, you know, you cut <laughs> you, you cut down the gills on both sides, and yep. you stick your finger in the mouth, and then you pull the guts out. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I, I'm not going to be good at it, but I, I did kind of like a couple of times when I was pulling that out. But it was worth it. Like, once we got that lemon pepper on it, and he had some powdered butter, and you, we just put it in aluminum foil, put it on the Fire for like five minutes on each side. Oh my gosh, that stuff just melted in your mouth. It tasted kind of salmonish. I don't know, but, but it was good, huh? Oh my gosh, that was the best stuff ever. And then so after that, I was like, You don't think part of that was it. like
0: hiker hunger, like you'd been hiking all those miles and like you <laughs> could eat a cardboard sandwich and it would taste good, is it?
2: It might have been. I mean, I did eat like a backcountry <laughs> meal, like uh, chicken and rice with that egg in it. That was nasty. So, and I did like that. So, you know. <laughs>
0: Well, we got it. We that whole time there were comments going crazy, and uh, I think you're starting to hit Chuck Norris level a little <laughs> bit. So, I'm gonna read a few of these that popped up. We got Crow's a Beast, showed all of us up in the Smokies. Uh, oh, Crow yeah, needs yeah, to reti- I, yeah, I did. What? That's you true. showed everybody up. Yeah, Dave was there. He's, he's right. And then, uh, <laughs> Crow needs to retire and travel around, spreading the joy to all his hiker friends. And then, this is where it gets fun. I'm going to play this for this first on my show because this is where you and I agree wholeheartedly. I hear Crow loves whippoorwills. Oh, yeah. You what, you, you call them Satan's hand puppets. Is that what you call them, John? I, I call them demons. I call <laughs> oh, them demons, demons okay. from the pits of hell. That's what I call them.
3: <laughs> whippoorwill.
0: I hate you know, those stupid birds.
3: Uh, they're okay. I, I get
2: used to them, but we get a lot of them in Alabama. Y'all get them in Kentucky, too, a lot, don't you? Yep. Yeah. You get yep. A lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, they're only like this big. Yeah. They, How does something that big make that much noise and make me hate life so much? Well, they don't
2: stop. It's like Never. it's like an alarm clock with no snooze button. They just keep going and going
0: and going, you know? You know, if you had demonic before alarm clock, <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> it's a demonic alarm clock with no way to turn it off. <laughs> they They don't sleep until noon when we're eating lunch. I would love to go find all their nests and just stand over and go, Whippoorwill, Whippoorwill, all <laughs> night. and just. <laughs> Anyways, so now we're going to get to the stuff that's like talking about you in mythical proportions. Uh, ask Crow about his near-death experience in a lightning hailstorm. Oh, that, that was from you, Jeremiah. Was that you and me when we
1: were no, up that's... on? Oh, maybe did y'all have something like that uh it's from jay ben Hawks is who who dropped it so he was on the oh, and you he's went. talking
2: about what we just talked about i was talking about when you and i were up on that arch we went to that arch and that lightning strike like you
0: mean like when crow became a bright orb when lightning strikes right next to him running 10 feet behind him gave me a scary view of that weather power
3: i was running like a little girl i was like yeah,
0: I gotta get out of here. didn't <laughs> we have umbrellas we did and i was making sure yours was taller than mine <laughs> well well here's the thing man everyday backpacker says mark that wasn't lightning that was crow's secret super power up <laughs> <laughs> and also jay ben said crow doesn't get hypothermia hypothermia gets crow
3: <laughs> so like i said man There's you're there. starting
0: to get uh to the level uh, of uh, chuck norris i think we should start doing crow comments like we do Chuck Norris' comments. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, I, think, hey, I think that needs to become a thing on this show from now on. <laughs>
2: well, I can just tell you that during that storm thing, the hail I was just describing, I'm glad there wasn't video in some parts because I was in the fetal position crying for my mommy. I was
3: so cold. and <laughs> <laughs> I was scared to death, man. I was looking at Pax like, you gotta save me, dude. And he was like, oh, I got you. I got you. So,
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, man, we got... I've got a crow on video destroying a fish gutting session. (laughs) Oh, I'd like to see that. Bro, that has to get out somewhere. We all got to see that. I could see him dry even. Man, everybody's talking about these whippoorwills now, man. Like, I don't know how they're still alive. I think, is it wrong to think some animals should be extinct? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm probably going to get, like, I'm going to get canceled now. I should shut up. (laughs) Um (laughs)
1: I got a question for you, Crow, unless you got uh, other comments you want to show, John. No, man, keep going. So just for context here, you said seven days was the length of your trip, right? Yeah. And um, that whole trail, you skipped the beginning part, but how many miles total did you all do across those seven days?
2: So I think it was close to 80, something like 78 or 80. The whole trail is at 105. So we did about 12 to 14 miles a day, I think. And what it was is each day we just did a pass. One day we did two passes because they were smaller. But when we did that dead horse pass, I mean, there was no trail. I was sitting there looking at it going, wait, I see little ants going up there, but I don't see a trail. And he was like, yeah, it's a little sketchy. And then I'm looking over the side like, oh, it's more than sketchy. I mean, you bringing an Alabama boy out here to hike on a trail's like the size of my, the width of my foot, you know. Uh,
0: so but, are you? Yeah. Hey, I got. I have to put this out here, Jeremiah. This has to be okay. shown right now, um, because uh, according to Everyday Backpacker, Backpacker Bob would not have cried. No, oh, Now back- why didn't? Uh, you, now where was Backpacker Bob on this trip?
2: Uh, he made an appearance. I didn't see him, but. Apparently, there's a video coming out where Bob was sent a secret trail map, and he made he he uh, hitchhike out to Utah, and uh, he's trying to find the trail. But he ended up at Skid uh, Skinwalker Ranch. He was dropped off there, where all the UFOs are in Utah.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so can you explain to our listeners and our viewers who may not know who this guy is? Kind of explain who he is and how you guys met up. Uh, he he
2: lives in a van somewhere down the road from me. Sometimes is
0: it down by the river?
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, he come by. He's I've had him cut my grass a few times, but uh, he steals food out of my refrigerator and stuff a lot. Wow! And uh, he just shows up on some of these trips. He's an absolute idiot. I uh, just to tell you the truth.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you have a high uh high opinion of him.
2: Uh, he's okay. I mean, he's just annoying, you know, but uh yeah, he you know, he fought Sasquatch if you've seen the video. He fought Sasquatch in a Did battle. They had a oil. dance battle. They had a dance off and That's what uh, I thought, yeah. He lost. Bob lost. Lost his uh kayak, his backpack uh and his coat. So,
0: man, brutal. Yeah. Hey, fight. I there are more um Mythical crow comments coming out. Um, crow punched his way through one of the mountains because the trail overpass wasn't clear. Um, also, uh, crow was dying of starvation, ate a handful of Halloween candy, and hiked another 50 miles.
2: Dude, I will eat some Halloween candy, that's for sure.
0: I gotta say, for the
1: record, the amount of miles that you're doing at that elevation is incredible, dude. Incredible. I was doing like six or seven miles in Colorado at that elevation, and I guarantee you, uh, yours is just as tough as not tougher.
2: And doing that kind of mileage, you're, you're a beast, dude. It was, it was tough. I mean, I, I, I was beat up. And when I got back home, I was beat up. Absolutely. I broke my toe on some stupid rock that I fell off of in the Creek and my toe got all swollen and black. And I was like, Oh, and I wanted to cry, but I just kept going. It's like the last day. So I just kind of toughed it out. But yeah, we we were beat up. Pax was beat up too. His feet were, uh, a mess. I mean they were pruned up and blistered. Uh Jay Ben, you know, he's always the beast of a hiker, but he he got a little bit of this altitude sickness on a few days, but he toughed it, toughed it out. I mean, I I don't know. It there there was no turning back. There was no road. There's no trail towns. It's just freaking sheep and
0: moose and stuff. You know, it's just goat. You just that's go. awesome. Well, hey, I want to do something real quick, if we can. Uh, we always like to have some games and stuff. I want to do a little game with you and Jeremiah, if that's okay. Can we do that? Okay. Okay, so this is what we call rapid fire. Um, What is Crow doing? Where'd he go?
1: <laughs> Crow, he's He's gone. Well, what is rapid fire?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know where he went, man. Um You're gonna play this game i I, would, I really was hoping that we'd get to like hang out with him but uh what's he what's going on in there like I see his elbow <laughs> oh no oh what what is going on hey oh,
3: are we getting hijacked here
0: what's um, up guys
3: what'd you do with crow uh he went out to uh, go get something to eat <laughs> uh, I don't know where he went. Ben, I've been hiding ben, in his basement for a couple of days.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, well, Crow, you want to play a game? Play a game. What you got? Some uh, foosball? I guess I should say Bob. You're not Crow, are you? Uh, uh, Crow, he, he's uh, got something to eat. I, I'll play a game. Foosball? Ping pong? What you got? It's the same thing. Okay, so here's how the game's going to go. You guys are both going to stay on here the whole time. I'm going to say a word, and you have to say the first word that comes to your mind. And, Jeremiah, you go second, but you can't say the same word that that Bob says. <gasps> okay, okay, it's complicated. <laughs> it is, but I think you're so intelligent, you're going to be able to handle this really well.
3: Y'all got anything to eat?
0: I do. <laughs> Just come on up to Kentucky. I'll have something for you. All right. All right. So the first, the first <laughs> word, the first word I want you, or the first thing I'm going to mention, I want you to give me a one-word answer for mountain house. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got to give me an answer bob
3: oh you want a word yeah i
0: want one word answers so when i say mountain house what do you think of backpacking with jason
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: jeremiah
1: what's
3: your answer oh i was gonna say gross but i can't stop that. <laughs> Oh, that was that was three words. You just said one word. I just say you know that was
0: we, we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. So second word, second or second phrase that I, I want to get an answer from you guys from trowel. Go, Bob. <laughs> poopy, poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah,
1: uh, I I can't say the same thing he was going to say. Um, let's say six inch
0: hole. Oh, nice, nice. Yep. Okay, next phrase. You get? Are you ready, Bob? Uh, I'm ready, born ready. Okay. Crow flies hiking.
3: Best friend. Oh. <laughs> do you actually talk to
0: Brad ever? Nah. Okay, I'll just make it sure. Because uh, I'm definitely not picking up on that. Jeremiah, what do you think? Sasquatch. Ooh. Let, Bob, can can I ask you a question?
3: Yeah, go ahead, there.
0: What was it they, like they, having a dance battle with Sasquatch?
3: Yeah, uh, he didn't have that good of moves, but the uh, the judge said he won, so I took it. I let him take my my uh, kayak, but I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find that Sasquatch. You watch me. So, <laughs> so what did you do when you got left at
0: Skinwalker Ranch? Well, I got probed. A little bit.
3: Oh gosh. This is a family friendly network, backpacker Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. Well <laughs> I was real friendly with some people out there. They were real nice to me. Oh my gosh. They uh they uh put me up. I learned a lot about aliens and uh government. I ain't very fond of the government no more. So, so I'll Bob I'll to get you.
0: So, so, Bob, someone's leaving a comment on here, and I want to find out if this is true. It says, am I the only person who thinks Backpacker Bob probably survives exclusively off Mountain Dew, Code Red, and Teriyaki beef jerky?
3: Absolutely. It's some Twizzlers, too. I love Twizzlers. Two-pound bag. I need them. <laughs> Two-pound bag. Oh, Bob. So, so Bob, what's the,
0: what's the largest amount of miles you've hiked in a day?
3: Uh, 74? That's and- it? I,
0: I was really thinking it was going to be like 132.
3: Yeah, I tried, but 74 in eight hours. In eight hours?
0: <laughs> Man, you you are one of the most athletic people I think I've ever interviewed in my entire life.
3: That's what my mama told me. I believe it. I believe it. Did you
0: play sports in high school?
3: Yeah, every one of them. <gasps> every one. <laughs> Played both ways on the football team, linebacker and quarterback. <laughs> oh,
0: back back. So was that your favorite sport? Was football your favorite sport? No, it was uh, gymnastics. <laughs> oh, it was, for some reason, I believe that. Why, why gymnastics?
3: Uh, I was just real good with all the flippity flips.
1: That's awesome. An integral part of gymnastics, I suppose. I'm not a gymnast myself, but... I'll take uh, Bob's word for it. Uh, I can Bob do was- a
3: standing triple. Just stand, do triple flip right here. I can do it right here if you wanted me to.
0: That would be really interesting to see. Can you do that? Nah. I don't <laughs> <gonna> do <it. laughs> he's, he's got headphones on. I don't want him to get hurt. He might get. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want that. to all get all twisted up and hurt you. That We don't want to do that. Well, well, Bob, thank you for being on our game show, man.
3: Yeah, anytime, anytime. Where do y'all live? I'd like to come up and hike with y'all a little bit.
0: Uh, we live in Pennsylvania.
3: Pennsylvania?
0: <laughs> yeah, you should come yeah. up and visit us sometime.
3: That's uh, close up there to that Tim Buckley guy. I like
0: old Tim. Yeah, Tim's a good dude. He's We've in, in uh, Minnesota, district. I think, now. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I believe he's in Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Ain't going up there It's too far. I, I just went to Utah hitchhiked. Ain't going back there again.
0: Dude. <laughs> too much. Well, well, Bob, thanks for being on our on our game show, man. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. See you we'll later. See
1: Just incredible.
0: I don't I don't even know what to do right now.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't dude. know what to do right sure.
0: now.
1: I'm pretty sure I was crying. Oh, Crow.
0: Crow, what the
3: heck, man. Where I- did
0: you go, man? Did you like take a bathroom break or something?
2: I had to go to Chick fil A. I- I uh, I had an order <laughs> from the drive-through.
0: Wow. Man, that was that was. Uh, you're not going to believe this, but Backpacker Bob put on your headphone and and uh, headphones and sat down and talked to us for a little bit.
2: I thought I heard something in my basement down here.
0: Somebody I, I figured you to smelled something thing. first. Yeah, he's a stinky old buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> I cr- hey, crow. there there's there there are more comments coming out, man. Crow wants to talk to Baron to giving him his picnic basket. Oh yeah
2: no that never happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be incredible oh, oh man that's hilarious that's hilarious so what are some upcoming trips you got going on man
2: you know i think i that was all i had that utah thing i gotta rest for a while i'm getting old man um, well,
0: dude, you had the you're done backpacking forever at this point <laughs> that was it utah and you're done you're like it was so nice i'm not gonna ever go out again
2: no i think um you know, we got the Penhodie Fest coming up in September. Uh, if anybody's around Alabama in Silicaga, we're going to have, they're going to have sort of like trail days in Damascus. It's going to be a smaller version for Alabama, but you know, our, our premier trail in Alabama is the Penhodie. So the Penhodie Outdoor Center is holding this uh, Penhodie Fest, and we're going to be able to stay in the park for a few nights and just hang out. So a bunch of us that are in Alabama, Leonidas, J. Ben Hikes, Metro on the Move, though he's from Georgia, we've kind of accepted him into our little Alabama group.
0: I'm going to say he he made a comment about the Penhody Fest. Yeah, so we're going to hang out there
2: and do some stuff. But then I think in December I'm going to do the Alabama Penhody. I've never just done it all the way through. I've just section-hiked it all the time. So I wanted to do it all the way through. So that's probably December right now for me
0: has has a lot of it gotten cleaned up around uh Chiha Mountain cuz I know there yeah. were there were parts of it that were a mess when I was down there with you.
2: Yeah, it was uh that was during the, all those uh tornadoes I think. Um uh, and and I think a lot of it I mean we got a great trail the Pinhodi uh uh Trail Alliance is is a great group. They do some good stuff. I mean, I see them all the time on the Facebook group. They're out there you know cutting trees and doing all sorts of great stuff. So Love those guys for what they do, and gals for what they do out there.
3: <clears throat> well, that's John, awesome.
2: John was telling me
1: about your all's trip, and he couldn't believe the the views. And even though the elevation's not quite what it is out west, how amazing the the hills and mountains were in, in Alabama. And I want to go back and do something similar to what John done, because whenever you took uh, myself and, let's see, who else was on that trip? Jason? and the squid squidly squid yeah um we stayed more toward the bottoms and checked out all the waterfalls and all that but yeah. i would definitely like to see the views and everything because the way john described it is incredible
2: yeah Ch- chiaha is just just a <clears throat> magical place to me i told my kids that when i finally kick the bucket i want them to spread my ashes on this place we call stairway to heaven it's on the back side of chiaha and you can just see for miles. I mean, of course, it's not like Utah. We're only talking about two thousand five hundred feet, but I've just grown up there and just love that place. And I love Chiha. It's just such a beautiful place. But I mean, you're welcome any weekend come and I'll show you uh Chiha. It's such a beautiful place to see and, and
0: climb. Well, and I want to do what Jeremiah did when he came down and hiked with you.
3: Because <laughs>
0: yeah. I I want to see Sipsy. Uh, so but Sipsi, I'm only coming. Yeah. I'm I'm only coming if Pyro Bill comes
2: ah yeah we'll have to give pyro he's probably not on here. he don't watch my videos one of my best friends and he doesn't even subscribe to my channel
0: jeremiah this is a true story so we all went backpacking one weekend and uh we were hiking along and he's telling us all about this guy pyro bill and so we're hiking we see this like it's up on chianha mountain there's a there's a an old plane that's wrecked and so the remains of the plane are up there on the mountain and so we're looking at that and this dude just kind of walks out of nowhere and there he is it's it's pyro bill and we get to the the camp, and sure enough, there's a reason he's called Pyro Bill. Man, that dude can start a fire. Yeah, it's good. It's incredible. And uh, anyway, so we're hiking along, and, and halfway through the hike, he goes, so what's your channel called? And I told him, he goes, I'll make sure I subscribe. About that moment, <laughs> Crow just stops. He's leading the hike. He stops dead in his tracks. We all just kind of stop. We're like, what's going on? <laughs> and he turns around real slow, and he looks at Bill and goes, Seriously? You still haven't subscribed to my channel yet. (laughs)
1: He
0: makes fun of all my videos. I try to do some inspirational videos, you know,
2: a little short stuff. Like, hey, you know, you should move forward and stuff. And he's like, seriously, dude, that's the
0: cheesiest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know he's a true friend. Yeah. That's how you know he's a true friend. But I want to hike with him again, man. That was We had a lot of fun when we did that hike. Yeah, Bill's a great guy. Hey, thank you, Andy missed the poop story today? No, because we are nine minutes out from the end of tonight's episode, and this is the time when we ask the question.
1: Oh, here- Jeremiah,
0: would you like to ask it? Absolutely. So, Crow, we won't limit this
1: only to Utah or to just one story, but what's your poop situation been like, man? Have you had any uh, crazy things that happen whenever you were in Utah? Any poop scares? Any embarrassing things that happened to you or anybody else?
2: Yeah, it's so funny that this you asked this because I knew that this was coming up, and <laughs> we right before Kings Peak, we get it. We're supposed to go over Anderson's Pass, and I don't know if the altitude, whatever, but like it's it's imminent. I mean, like it, I gotta go. And, you know, in those basins, there's no trees. So I found the tallest cairn I could find. It was about five foot tall. And I just kind of pulled some rocks out at the bottom and uh, did my business. And I piled rocks back on, but there is no six inches in (laughs) rock. I mean. And and I kept looking up, you know, and I know people were looking down at me, but they were too far to see that it was a person. But I just hid down in that car and Karen the best I could, and and it worked out. Glad I did before I got up the top of the mountain.
1: <laughs> Is that the first time that you've had a uh, nearly complete lack of privacy whenever you had to poop like that?
2: I think so. I think, yeah, I'm usually, you know, in the green tunnel down here, I can go off in the woods, but there was nowhere to go. It was either behind that Karen or just straight shot full moon to everybody out there. I mean, so I did the best I could.
0: We're we're getting some comments, uh, <laughs> um, Jeff Jeff Peters. The podcast reputation has now preceded itself. Uh, the pizza ninja, a poop Karen, love it. Um, this one, this one though, I think might be my favorite one so far. Uh, Chuck Norris once pooped So great. It became the character known as job of the hut. In response, crow took a poop. So spectacular became flagstaff, Arizona.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
0: everyday backpackers response was Karen would definitely ask to see the manager after that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh girl plus dog adventure said, uh, the poop story is why dog ba- dog bags come in so handy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, man. So
1: that's a tough one, dude. Leaves you feeling quite vulnerable out there in the open. I've never had to face that myself where you have pretty much no coverage. I don't know. Do you just be like, hey guys, I'm going over here to poop. Don't look this way.
2: It was it was refreshing to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, I've never had like an open air poop before. So it was it was kind of cool, I thought. I I just feel sorry for the people that came up to that Karen after me, but
0: (laughs) I piled a lot of rocks on top, so I think it's okay. (laughs) You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. Like, have you been to you, have been, you haven't been to a picture of rocks yet? Have you? No, I want to go so bad. OK, you're going to love pooping up there. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because every campsite you've got your campsite and then you walk up a hill to where nobody can see you. And sitting out in the middle of the ground is a toilet. Nice. And you just get to sit there in the wide open spaces. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see you. You don't have to worry because you, you tell everybody, I'm going pooping. So nobody wants to walk up here and see that stuff. I like so it. so you're up there and you're just enjoying all of nature while you're allowing nature to do its business. And it's fantastic, man. It, it is one of the greatest things about Pictured Rocks. I like I mean, it. I guess it's one of the greatest things outside of the beautiful scenery and the hike and all that kind of stuff. But you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> laughing. You're going to love pooping out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's jared he's uh he's quoting you dude that if that doesn't define the podcast
0: that quote <laughs> i don't know what does here's the thing we all do it might as well enjoy it might as well celebrate it you it's know a what circle I mean?
2: of life circle of life that's
0: it correct. is we eat the animals
2: <clears throat>
0: then we die and they eat us but in the midst of all that we all poop yeah It's kind of of the the big equalizer. Everybody poops. You got to poop. You know, it's the equalizer. If you don't, you die. That's what happened to uh, John. (laughs) What was that? Who was it that uh, who was it that died from from overabundance of poop still in their body? Was it John Wayne?
3: Ooh, he died with
0: like 40 pounds of feces in his body or something like that. Wow. True story. That's tough. I mean, I don't know if it's 40 pounds. It was a lot. And, And yeah, that was I think that was one of the things that killed him. Not. I mean, you know, because we are, we are huge on historical, like, references that are completely 100% <laughs> yeah. truthful. And I have heard that story. That is a story I've heard. Facts um, are totally optional. I'm going to look it up while we're sitting here talking. You guys talk about something <laughs> else.
1: Okay. Well, actually, I was going to ask Crow um, where everybody can find. I don't want to run out of time here and not give him a chance to share with everybody where they can follow his adventures and check out what he's got going on. So, Crow, we mentioned the YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about that and where everybody can find you.
2: It's just as the Crow Flies Hiking, you got to put the hiking at the end or you go to, to the Black Crows uh, band from the 80s. So you got As the Crow Flies Hiking. That's my YouTube channel. i uh, been on there, what, two and a half years or so? I don't know. And uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on, uh, I think that's As the Crow Flies Hiking, too. And Facebook crow flies are, as as the crow flies or crow flies
3: <laughs> I don't remember
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay guys okay I'm putting this okay. up on the screen oh John has it John Wayne had 40 pounds of feces in his intestines when he died Elvis had around 30 pounds
1: oh my gosh, gosh. That, these people
2: have never heard of Metamucil or laxatives
0: I don't well I, don't,
1: I, mean, I yeah. think uh, maybe some drugs might stop you up there I don't know yeah, yeah in Elvis's case definitely yeah, yeah I don't
0: know about John Wayne but yeah, uh, certain drugs don't poop. Yeah. So Jeremiah should see if Gonex makes toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> that that wins random comment of the night. I think <laughs> I think that wins random co- That was just out of nowhere. That's awesome. Uh, thank you, Dave Off Grid. The beard looking shapely tonight. Thank you. My uh, outdoor beards oils do a great job for that. So, And they're not sponsoring the show. We just love them. <laughs> so uh, we'll, you- we'll crow. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Can you um, put crow's links up if you have them already? I do.
1: So everybody can see him because he was quoting them there, but I don't think he's super sure on the Facebook. So there's your YouTube. Yeah. YouTube.com. As
0: the crow flies hiking. Mm -hmm. And that is Instagram. As the crow flies hiking. And then the one that throws everybody off because you told us this beforehand. Facebook is just crow flies hiking. Yeah, look that up and you'll find you'll find Brad and his Who, lovely me? Facebook page. Me and my ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Backpacker Bob wins that war. I think he's one yeah. with the ugly face, man. Yeah, he's got to be ugly, hiding it with that much beard.
2: Yeah, Whew, smells like
0: beef and cheese is what it smells like. I, I got to tell you, man, he really likes you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he needs to move on. He, do y'all have any places in Kentucky he could come up to? We told him we lived in Pennsylvania. Oh, good, good. Yeah, don't ever give him your address. He'll be out there in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, we're having enough trouble trying to feed our own kids. I don't think I can feed him. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, bro, I have to say, man,
1: I laughed so much this episode. I absolutely loved hanging out. Talking to you, I can't wait till we get to go backpacking again, man. Come
2: dude, on, it's up. been some of my favorite trips when you and I and, and, and J.K. I, y'all come anytime, any weekend, just come on down. I'll I'll put you up at my house and we'll go hike.
0: We'll That's gonna have to happen, man. That's gonna have to happen.
2: Jim and Nick's, so I'll get you those uh, cheese biscuit things
3: again.
0: Oh, man. dude, you know uh, my Mom, wife would be very to-
1: thankful for that. Mine were about to expire, and so. Just for everybody uh, so they know, last time I was with Crow, um, he gave us all, not last time, one of the first times, he gave us all these uh, cheese biscuits. Uh, Shout out to, what's the name of that uh, restaurant or company?
2: Uh, Jim and Nick's Barbecue.
1: Okay. So that's down in Alabama. And my wife and I made those to go with a meal because she was like throwing stuff away that was expiring. And I was like, "Don't throw those away." And then we made them, and she made them these little. She put them in little little mini cornbread uh, molds, and then, dude, I, I normally don't eat bread, but I eat like two or three of those.
0: Oh, there's so uh,
1: She like put them on my plate, and then I still had to have my food left. And I was like, "I gotta get a few more of those."
0: I gotta be honest with you, Jeremiah. We went down there, and he took us to Jim and Next to eat dinner.
1: Oh, i just,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was me. Me and Josh. He took us down there, and uh, brother. <laughs> that food was good man good yeah. that food was good i actually brought back a bottle of the alabama barbecue the mm-hmm. white barbecue sauce so i awesome. gave you all
2: the cheese biscuits and y'all gave me l8s i love those l8s man those are awesome
0: well and we got you some mingy brothers too didn't we oh got you yeah some brothers, brothers, brothers uh steve jerky turkey. Awesome. Yeah. loved it absolutely love that definitely got to make sure we hook you up we here's what we need to do we just need to plan for you to come up to the gorge sometime in the near future and we need to go down to alabama sometime in the near future Absolutely. And we just can't get enough of each other. It's we're, You're just too cool, man. You got to come up.
3: Yeah, I'm not cool, but I'll, I'll hang out with you anytime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on, man. Thanks for being sure. on. Jeremiah, you got anything else to say before uh, we let Crow go hang out in the green room?
1: Uh, no, I think I've said my piece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've I said all I want to say y'all. to him. I'm done. Thanks for letting
2: me come on. This was so much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Well, if you don't mind just hanging out in the green room, we're going to come talk to you in a little bit, but we uh, we need to close things out here. Is, so, there food, uh, is there food in the green room? we got green M&Ms and everything waiting for you.
2: Okay. That's well, a good deal. <laughs>
0: All right. Enjoy it. Oh, man. That was awesome. He doesn't know we mix
1: those green M&Ms with green Skittles.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And actually, it's not even the real M&Ms. It's like the cheap, like, Walmart fake ones. Ah, only the best for our crew. <laughs> Only the ones we can afford for our crew. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're
0: back, man. We are back. It is season five and uh, we are looking forward to another great season of live streams. This has been a lot of fun, man. For everybody who's been on tonight, we've missed you guys. Uh, this is something we love doing In the summertime. We just got a lot going on. And now that uh, fall is here and we've got all the stuff going on with uh, Jeremiah being back in school. My kids are now in school. So everything kind of shuts down a little bit as far as like all the extra traveling. So we're
1: ready, man. We're back, baby. We'll be here we're Monday next week. Same time,
0: 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. That's right. More laughs and more poop. We are here for you. Can we use that as a t shirt? More laughs, more poops. That is good. That's more good. laughs, more poops. I mean, that could be that could be a thing. That could be a catchphrase, man. You might have just figured it out. Crack I the think- code. I think it's going to happen. So for myself and Jeremiah, you'll have a good one. I